What's going on? What's going on? You are tuned in to the Best Kept Secret Podcast. You already know what it is. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there'll ever be. I'm your host, JR. I hope you guys are staying safe, being well, your family and loved ones, everybody you care for is in good hands. And we got a lot to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about just the generation learning to take the L, man. Just take the L sometimes. Too much stuff going on, especially amongst brothers, man, especially in this time that we're living in. It's a lot of violence. So before we address all that and get into the podcast, housekeeping, if you guys could please subscribe, like, share, comment, best kept secret. You can put, mash them all together on YouTube, the Instagram, best kept secret three, and you'll find me and you guys can like the page, comment on the page, share the page. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, Best Kept Secret on Patreon for the feeling, for the vibes, for exclusive content that you probably won't get off of Spotify, Apple, and any streaming platform wherever you listen to podcasts. So with that being said, let's get into it. Love you guys. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Let's go. Best Kept Secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not gonna Let's start the show. Monster kill. Triple kill. Double kill. for the podcast. This is my man, A-Verb. This is off of his Crawford project. Hope you guys check him out. Man in the middle.
When the love don't last, I can feel Kobe. it Make me go cold, they act like they don't get it Try to speak my mind, yell it out, they didn't hear me Making my own decisions I'm a man in the middle, is what I'm feeling like oh, Pushing oh, me to leave, I ain't acting right Left, but I don't fit on the left uh, Got me staying to myself, uh, got me feeling like a man uh, in the middle I'm arrogant cause I gotta be The devil want my soul, but it's a no cause it's a god in me The older dope boys from the hood, they tried to slide us peace Bribe us with the lifestyle and whips Like if you make a hundred flips, you can be driving these Pulled up on the jeweler when it's time to freeze Time for me, show you niggas all the worthless shit in life you dying to see it don't matter, nothing matters but your family If you have it, you ain't touched the family or no bag Then I ain't mad, if you still mad then you can fucking have it Niggas out here speeding up they life to see who died Y'all fastest Met them both the same day, two bad bitches, upper ratchets Who gon' get the call from me tomorrow, whoever fucked the fastest Both of them gon' fuck, I'm savage Eyes forward, eye for an eye, that's how all wars Black girls mean to us, foreign girls fall for us We ain't ready, God, take your time when you call for us Small favor for your all-star player, small forward When the love don't last, I triple kill Go cold, they act like they don't get it Try to speak my mind, yell it out, they didn't hear me This got me isolated, making my own decisions I'm a man in the middle, is what I'm feeling like Pushing me to leave, I ain't acting right Left, but I don't fit on the left Got me staying to myself, got me feeling like a man in the middle I'm solid, but I'm sensitive I don't hold in feelings, I'm addressing every incident Like instantly, I don't think shit gon' get to me Niggas say they have a problem with me But it's strange that all they problems with me Never seem to get to me, oh, that's shit. Oh, shit Jealousy, all because of spot that I'ma never leave I just wanna be a better me before I leave And leave some fruitful trees for all of my seeds Make sure over every fireplace is me Cause I did that Dedicating my life so y'all don't feel that Pain of having nothing and that's real rap Hustle hard, don't chill back If a nigga gave, you better give back I live by that shit, you should live that Nigga, you should live that When the love don't last, I can feel it Double kill cold, they act like they don't get it Try to speak my mind, yell it out, they didn't hear me This got me isolated, making my own decisions I'm a man in the middle, is what I'm feeling like Pushing me to leave, I ain't acting right Left, but I don't fit on the left Got me staying to myself, got me feeling like a man in the middle. Oh, I You're not that guy, pal, trust me. You're not that guy. That was Aver, man in the middle. And we're going to go ahead and get into it. So today in this generation, I'm going to talk about the violence, the rise of violence amongst men today. Why is it that the youth resorts to gun violence? A lot of things that I'm noticing. I'm going to give you guys a brief story time, a brief synopsis. of. So yesterday, for those people that don't know, my brother makes music, my brother's an artist. So I'm going to take you guys into this. Dream World with me. So this was yesterday. Brother has a, a concert, an event. Go to the event. You know, show my support, show my love. And, you know, we're getting ready to enter the venue. And there's a security guard. And they have cops. It's like arm. It's like security. Two security guys. Guy looks like a former cop because I'm looking at the tactical gear. 
the only way you get some of that gear, you had to have some kind of uh, experience with law enforcement. So there's a guy that's armed, and then there's two guys with the security shirts on. But the main guy that's doing the searching, and you could tell by the way he was searching, he was searching properly. Man hit me with the, man hit me with the Capital One, man. Goddamn swipe my uh, genitals, man. But for a brief second when this was going on, I was thinking in my brain, I'm like, man, you can't even go anywhere now. Everywhere you got to go, there's going to obviously be security, but now they're really tight with letting people in places. They're going to they're gonna check you. They're going to check you very thoroughly. Now, for a minute, I was like, I was like, man, this is dumb. Like, I don't even have a weapon on me. But I understand it's for safety protocols, safety procedures. I can't be upset. It's about p- protecting lives, making sure that nobody's harmed. You come to an event, you want to make sure the way, the same way that you came to the event is the same way you leave. You came in peace, you leave in peace. So that concept makes sense. I get it. But it's just the fact that we're reaching this point where you can't even go anywhere without people having to hire these um, law enforcement or security type personnel, mercenaries, to ensure that the venue is safe, people are safe, because people want to resort to violence. Now, for those that don't understand, and real quick, I'm going to get on to the women just real quick. A lot of y'all live in this fairy tale Disney world. When women have issues with each other, it's just catty. With men, there's ego, there's pride, there's machismo, there's an energy, there's a sense of being, a sense of pride, where if a man challenges you, you do not back down. That's the difference between men and women. And I'm going to bring this up to say that there is a low level threat of violence amongst men. Me as a man, I know that if I say the wrong thing to a certain man, if I call him out his name, if I talk about his wife, if I talk about his kids, he is going to resort all by end means to end the situation. There is a low level threat of violence. With women, it's a high level. You can it takes a certain amount until you get to that point. But even then, it never escalates into what it is between men. With men, there's a very low level threat of violence. We know that if a man, if you say the wrong thing to a man, he's going to break your jaw. You're gonna, there's going to be an altercation will ensue. Or primarily what's going to end up happening is that somebody's going to lose their life. While I'm bringing this up, we're living in this world where, I, it, to be honest, and I don't even want to sound like that guy, but it's, it doesn't benefit you to fight men today. If you're a man and you get your ego and your pride checked, you got to check that shit because that shit will get you murdered. That shit will get you put on a gildan. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. For those that do not know what a gildan is, it's a T-shirt. The cheapest T-shirt that whenever a black person dies in our neighborhoods, we print out T-shirts and you get put on a gildan. Shout out to Drake. Put you on a gildan if you play with my seed. Dudes will get put on gildans. That's the type of time we're on. Dudes is not playing games anymore. There is no, oh, we can talk about this and work this out. No, nigga. It's gunshots. Because if you say the wrong thing to a man. You triggered my trap card. It's it's a wrap for you. You triggered the trap card. Now you got to deal with what comes with that. And then also on the flip side. This is my personal opinion. If you put your hands on another human being, particularly a man, and you put him in a position where he has to defend himself, I don't feel sorry for you. 
you have to wear what comes with that. That's why we, that's why the saying keep your hands to yourself. So if you put the brakes and put the pumps on another dude and he resorts to getting a gun, do I agree with it? No, but you have to wear what you do. You have to take what comes with that. You have to take the L. Just take the L. This idea, this notion that men can try to conform and conflate and say, oh, well, I didn't know he was going to go to this level. You, that's the problem. You don't know. You don't know what this man is going through. You don't know what he's been through. You don't know what his mental state is when you say these things and do these things. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I know a lot of my men, a lot of my guys listen to this podcast. So maybe with me telling you, you can kind of think about this situation, think about this podcast, digest it. And when you're ever put in a situation, think before you act. It's so easy to pick up a gun and pull the trigger. But it's not easy to sit behind bars and do 40, 50 years, you know, lose your freedom, potentially lose your life, potentially lose a lot of things that come with making that decision. It's real quick and easy. I'm going to go run to the car. I'm going to go grab the gun. And then by the, the same way that the blast, the, uh, the flash of the gun, the way that you pull the trigger is as fast as you're going to be behind bars and nobody's going to care about you. Nobody's going to come to see you and you got to do all this time. Noticing that a lot of men have a lot of trauma and a lot of things that's going on and they take it out in these situations. I remember a time I'm from the era. I'm, I'm a 90s baby. I remember I'm from the era. I'm from the time where if you had an issue with another man, you talk to that man. Go see that man. And if you and if you did have an issue, you just said, hey, I'll see you when I see you. That's what it is. Now it's oh, it's on site or I'm a pull up or send the Addy. On social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, Snapchat. It's just, okay, duly noted, mental note. You said what you said. When I see you, it's on. You didn't have to announce it to the world. But because we live in this social media uh, conglomerate type world where it's, I have to respond. I have to show that I'm the man. I can't be looking bad out here. I have to respond. What happens? Nine out of ten, a lot of you guys make decisions that you have to pay the long-term consequences for. If you make the choice, you got to deal with it. You got to eat that. You got to wear that. A lot of y'all do not know how to take an L. A lot of y'all don't know. A lot of y'all never been punched in the face. Everybody takes an L. Just take the L. Is it worth going to prove your pride, your ego, and machismo to a dude? Now you're sitting behind bars. Your daughter graduated college, and you're still in jail. Your son's graduated college. You're still in jail. You make the decisions and you have to live with them. If you're going to make the choice and the decision to take a life, you got to wear that. You got to deal with what comes with that. But why not even put yourself in that situation? But that's why I'm saying a lot of these young kids are being forced to make really quick decisions in a split second. Life altering decisions. Picking up a gun and taking someone's life is a life altering decision. Because once you do that, there's no coming back from that. Then you got to deal with the ramifications of the other side, his people, his family members. And obviously, you got to deal with the law enforcement side of it. Deal with your family making those kind of choices. You're putting your other people in risk because you made a decision. I'll be honest. Today, is, it doesn't benefit you to get into a fight with another man. Because what's going to end up happening is if you lose the fight, now you have to retaliate. It puts you in a compromising position as a man. Oh, man, he beat me up, man. What, what am I going to do? 
And then if you and if you win the fight, now you got to look over your shoulder. You got to deal with what comes with beating up somebody, because there's always somebody recording it. There's a video footage of of it. There's always a video. Somebody's got the footage, because we live in a day and age where people whip out their phones for everything. Somebody's always recording. Nobody goes to stop anything. Nobody says, "Hey, hey, cut it out." You know, fast forward. You know, dealing with these types of situations where people have to make really, really solid good decisions but what happens is you get put in an instance where you have to make a quick decision and a lot of times when you're forced to make a good uh, a quick decision it's not a good decision look at the situation that we got right now in hip-hop with jim jones transitioning jim jones freddie gibbs apparently jim jones and freddie gibbs got into it earlier this week at prime 112 for those that do not know what prime 112 is it's uh it's one of the most expen- uh, expensive and fancy restaurants in Miami. It's a steak restaurant, steakhouse. And apparently, Freddie Gibbs was with his entourage. And Jim Jones and his entourage exchanged. You know, and apparently Jim Jones' entourage threw more punches and stomped out one of his security. And there's video footage of this, allegedly. All this is allegedly. But, you know, these guys had a back and forth. So apparently... Jim Jones and Freddie Gibbs had an exchange years ago with Freddie Gibbs being from where he's from, Gary, Indiana. And Jim Jones at the time had this uh, brand, this thing that he was doing, Vamp Life, Vamp Life, VL, VL, translate, for those that don't know from the Midwest, Vice Lord. So Freddie Gibbs took that as, okay, Jim Jones is false claiming VL. What is VL? VL for Jim Jones was Vamp Life, but Freddie Gibbs took it as he's claiming Vice Lord. So they exchanged. And by the way, I'm not a street nigga. Don't participate in none of the street nigga antics. I'm just somebody that's covering and letting you guys know the inside of what's going on. You know, for those people that you guys look to for like your DJ Vlads and your DJ academics and people that have more knowledge and more insight, you can get more detailed information. I'm just giving you guys a synopsis for those that aren't aware. Just a quick uh, breakdown of what's going on. So apparently Jim Jones Freddie Gibbs had an exchange in this restaurant and there's a video saying that, you know, Freddie Gibbs didn't look too good in the video. I'm just saying, I'm gonna leave it at that. Both of these guys are my favorite artists. I like Jim Jones. I like Freddie Gibbs. Definitely not the verses I was looking for, but you know, things happen in life. We get what we get. Got to deal with it. I would like to see more positive black stories in the news or in entertainment, but it seems like we're not really getting too much of anything these days. We're getting what we can get. Everybody's about clout, chasing headlines, and making headlines. It's very sad and it's very unfortunate. But, you know, I want to know is when is we as a people, but just when is in hip-hop, will the beef ever stop? Will men ever be able to come together for a common goal and stop losing our lives by making rash, permanent decisions? Picking up a gun and taking a life is a permanent decision based off of a temporary feeling. Never make permanent decisions based off of a temporary moment. And that's what we're seeing in hip-hop. That's what we're seeing in life in general. A kid gets beat up, oh, I'm going to show him. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm show oh, him. Shit. I'm going to come to school, and I'm going to bring this gun, and I'm going to unload the clip. I don't care who's around. I don't care who's in the hallway. I'm just going to let it spray. That is a permanent decision. Jim Jones, Freddie Gibbs, allegedly meeting each other in a restaurant where there's hundreds of people, if not maybe 
maybe more, inside of this esteemed private restaurant that is very strict. Because I know a lot of restaurants now, you don't even get to take phones in the restaurants. They're holding your phone, which is smart. Because if something happens in a restaurant, we want to be able to have control of the footage, and we don't need everybody pulling out their cell phones. I like that. There's a lot of Soho, Soho Cafe. There's a couple of places that you can't take phones in. Those are very well uh, organized and very well established establishments. No, this is not. This is not your average turkey leg hut. We're not doing that. I need your phone. Give me your phone. I don't care if your if your text messages are going crazy right now. I need that phone. We not doing that. More restaurants need to try to uh, mimic and incorporate that in their policy and their, and their standard operating procedures. People coming in the, in, the, in the restaurants with cell phones thinking that this is a movie and you're going to flick up and you're going to take all these pictures. No, fam. Give me the phone. We not doing that. But this is what I'm saying. Like People are just making bad decisions. Not thinking clearly. We as men need to unify, come together, especially black men. We're already one of the lowest numbers. One, we're becoming one of the lowest numbers, statistically. Incarceration, mass incarceration. Obviously, black-on-black violence, death, police brutality. Health complications. We're already at a disadvantage systematically. We've been oppressed and we're trying to move past that, but we're oppressing each other. So how is it that we'll be able to ever move past the oppression when we're oppressing each other? If you have a disagreement or difference of opinion with your brother, talk to your brother. Pick up the phone. Send him a message. Have a conversation and try to and map out and figure out how you guys can mend it, fix it. But this idea of picking up guns to solve problems doesn't do anybody any favors. All it does is create a constant spiral of more violence, more death, more vitriol, more hatred. Does nothing for nobody. And a lot of this is being um, organized and being pushed by the mainstream media. They're pushing these algorithms, these beefs, these hip-hop entanglements, these beefs where artists are targeting each other. People having altercations, people having words. Unpopular opinion. I'm going to go ahead and say this. We have two of the greatest organizations. Their leaders are behind bars. Larry Hoover, Big Meech. Big Meech, Detroit, Michigan, Black Mafia family. And then you have Larry Hoover, the gangster, the Black Disciples, behind bars. They don't want to let them out. You got Chicago and you got Detroit, two of the, the, the most notorious criminal infested cities where crime is at an all-time high, violence is at an all-time high, deaths is at an all-time high. How can you fix this? And it trickled down into everywhere else is by releasing Larry Hoover, releasing Big Meech, and then watch how everything starts to funnel back and they can change. But you know what it is? They don't want to release them because they're making money off of the violence, the gore, and the death. 
it benefits them to keep those two black men in jail than to let them out. And because we're powerful when we're organized, when those you have two black brothers that have been incarcerated for more than almost 40 years and you have them out in the streets and they're and they've changed their ways and they see things differently. Oh, I can't have those niggas back out here uh, preaching that that good stuff to these to these ignorant kids that's out here on the street toting pistols. No, I need them to keep doing what they're doing. I need them to do that ignorant, dumb shit. I need them to keep doing this stuff that's going to poison our communities and poison our people. And I know right now I'm not trying to sound like Sharif. I'm just being real. This is just being real. It benefits the government and it benefits the system to keep two of the most powerful men in all of these uh, organizations of the two biggest organizations ever bigger than the mob, bigger than anything that you can possibly think of Larry Hoover and big Meech. Oh, we can't let them brothers out. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Too much power, too much influence, too much money. Ah, oh, I can't, I can't do that. We're going to keep them behind bars, keep them behind bars for something that's stupid as prevalent as uh, drug charges. But this is what I'm saying. It all comes full circle. We have to work together and unify so we can be stronger as a people and we can build. We can't build if we're tearing each other down. We can't build if we're ripping each other to shreds. That's what the system was designed to do and what keeps us how we are now. We have to do better. We have to do better. We have to be better. We have to think better. We have to just do but it's very sad. Like today, I'm noticing it. This generation of kids are very short-tempered. They do not know how to take an L. But then when I sit down and think about it, when I was young, we didn't really, I came from the era, it was pre-social media. By the time I hit high school was when social media was, was in. So I had elementary and junior high without really social media. It wasn't until high school where social media became popular, became trendy. So imagine if you get beat up at school, yeah, you have to deal with it, but people forget about it. It goes away. It lasts for maybe a week, maybe two. But in high school, everything moves fast. You could get in a fight, but there'll be another fight by the end of the week. So your fight will be forgotten about, and that fight will be forgotten about. But in this pre-age digital era that we're living in, when a fight happens and you got video footage, oh, man, that video, that video stays online. It doesn't move. It, it moves as slow as it wants to move because there's footage to back it. So a video of you getting beat up that usually would just go away within a week. Now you could go a whole month getting bullied, made fun of for getting knocked out. So what do you do? How does the kid, a 14, 13, 15 year old kid supposed to react to that? Being bullied, being picked on, being made fun of. He has to resort to violence, gun violence. Headshot. And then we're sitting here just wondering. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, why did he do that? Why did he shoot up the school? Why did he shoot that kid? Nobody knew. He didn't reach out to nobody. He didn't tell anybody. Why? Why? Because nobody cared. Or it could have been prevented. A lot of y'all need to teach our kids to keep their hands to themselves and to keep their comments to themselves. This is what creates that violence and creates these waves where kids go crazy it all stems from somewhere sparked by pride ego and machismo energy especially when you're young 
You got to prove a point. You got to end it. There's no more I'll see you when I see you. I'm telling you now. I'm, I'm telling you it's on site. I'm going to pull up. Send your location. Send the Addy. We're sliding. All the terms that these young kids are using. We come in with the sticks. All that. We come in with the mops. All that. We're going to mop you up. Versus kids just learning to take the L. There's nothing wrong with taking the L. We have to get to a place in society where it's okay to take the L. It's okay to, if you, you win some, you lose some, but you live. You live to fight another day. Pops off of Friday. He said it best. John Witherspoon, rest in peace. He's, not longer, he's no longer here, but the message resonates. The message is clear, vivid, 1080p. Crystal clear, 4K, 720. He's telling you, you don't need to pick up the gun. Back then, all you had to do was fight. But it's unfortunate now the fighting leads to picking up the gun. You can't just fight somebody and it just be what it is. If you lose, all right, I took the L, man. You beat me up, bro. That's, that was good shit. Now it's like, oh, he beat me up. I, I got to go. Okay, don't worry. I got something for you. Just you wait. It's unfortunate. It's very sad that we're living in this generation where kids cannot take the L, hold the L. And it's easier. A lot of people might say, oh, it's easier said than done. You, if you've never been in that position, we've all, we, see, and that's where I judge a lot of dudes. If you've never been punched in the face, if you've never been put in a situation where you had to make a decision, being encountered in altercation, in fist fights, in situations that you've had to fight, then you don't really understand it. Only someone that's been in those situations will understand what I'm saying. But it doesn't benefit you to get into a fight today. Being completely honest. Being trying to, like I said, being in a fight and trying to get in a fight with somebody is a one-way ticket to being put on a gilded t-shirt. Having your mama cry at the funeral. Oh, they took my baby. Oh, they took my baby. That's that's what that's what's gonna ensue. That's what's gonna come with that. Having your mom have to be at your funeral singing it's so hard to say goodbye. Hearing the scream of another black mother mourning her son. That's that's what we're hearing. That's that's where we're headed to in this in this generation, in this path. This path of, you know, repetitive violence. Gun violence in particular. Like I said, I gave you the, the story earlier. I go places now, man, and I just pay attention to my surroundings. It's security, man. I don't know if y'all are paying attention. It's security. A lot of these places and venues, they're saying to themselves, I can't afford to lose business. We're in a pandemic. I can't afford to lose money because you knuckleheads want to shoot my, my, my stuff up. Y'all want to come in here with your nonsense, with your street beef and your street antics. I don't have time for that, bro. I'm hiring full-armed mercenaries and security guards. I went to a little spot, like I said. My brother, he was performing. You know, Hanani, check him out. But yeah, on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, check out his music. And like I said... I'm a fan of good music. I don't care if you're my neighbor, you're my brother, you're my cousin. Good music is good music. There's no such thing as being, uh, people are going to say, oh, you're being biased or, no. Obviously, yes, you're going to have a little bit of that, but it's it, if it's good, it's good. It stands the test of time. It stands the test of time. But, you know, let me go back to what I was saying. Like, you go into this venue, I went yesterday, the fact that you had to have multiple security guys, you had to have a guy that was armed to make sure that nobody was coming in and they were doing full searches. Like I said, 
the guy that did the search, I was in the military for eight years. I can tell when you, you, you've been like, you can just look at a guy, look in his eyes and just tell by the way that he moves the mannerism. Like this guy has law enforcement experience because he hit me with the capital one. Most people, when they pat you down, they don't pat you down like this dude. This dude pat me down like I felt violated. But he was doing his job. He's like, I'm not letting nobody come in here with no weapons. Man, hit me with the Capital One special. But I'm being honest with y'all. Like, in today's day and age, a lot of places cannot afford the luxury of people going in and, and having scuffles and altercations and possibly, you know, fights and, and then ultimately ending up with somebody dying. You can't afford that. That's bad for business. So I got to hire mercenaries. I got to hire security. I got to hire law enforcement. I got to hire undercovers because if something goes down, I'm, I'm covered to an extent. But a lot of y'all need to take a good hard look in the mirror and just understand that it's okay. You're not going to win them all, but you're not going to lose them all either. And it's okay to just go home, look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I took the L. And, I, and I'm, I'm able to live with that I fact that I took the L. You can't win them all, but I damn sure guarantee you ain't going to lose them all either. But the way that these kids are fighting today, they're fighting like they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. When in reality, they have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Every time. That's what happens. Every time. I'm your host, JR. You were tuned into the Best Kept Secret podcast. I really hope and pray that this message finds you and disseminates to who it needs to disseminate to, and you take from it what you take from it. We're living in dangerous times where people are making rash decisions in split seconds. Decisions that can alter the path and alter your future. Alter the hard work that you've created, the hard work that you've endured, the time that you've put in can all be thrown away over a split second, a rash decision. Oh, I need to go grab my gun. Oh, I need to put my hands on this individual. Because it can go either way. Whether you're the person that puts the hands on somebody, you got to deal with what comes back with that. But also, if they put their hands on you, what are you going to do? Are you going to be the person to just be the bigger man? Every time, you are you going to just take the L? Or are you going to fall into the endless cycle where we're constantly seeing more and more violence, more and more death? We don't need any more of that. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and transition to the end of the podcast. I really greatly appreciate y'all. I love y'all much more than y'all know. I'm going to go ahead and play a track for y'all. This track is from a gentleman. He goes by the name of Mac Ayres. This is off of the Magic 8-Ball every time. R&B vibe. I'm back on my R&B vibe. Hope you guys enjoy this track. Best kept secret. Best, best, best kept secret. Kobe. Kobe. Don't the Monko. Monko. Could you turn the lights out if I go? I don't want to fight battles no more. Said if you got the time. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You got time for something more. The wind is the way I go. I need two cigarettes and a Casamigo. 
That was Mac Aries, and that was every time. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. This will conclude the end of the podcast. It appears our time has come to an end. I love you guys much more than you know. Remember, we'll continue to go and grow. I'm your host, JR. You were tuned into the Best Kept Secret Podcast, the best podcast on the planet, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there'll ever be. I hope you guys are staying safe and enjoying your happy holidays amongst with loved ones, family, friends, and bringing in the new year with family, friends. Please, let's make sure that we're loving each other, taking care of each other, and let's hopefully all go into the new year together, safe, and on one accord. Remember, look out for each other, love each other. Remember, life is short, Gary Coleman. If you love someone, tell them you love them. Remember, you can't force people to be who you want them to be. They will be who they want to be. And with that being said, you were tuned in to the one and only Son of Tony, Best Kept Secret Podcast. Love you guys. Hope you guys are staying safe. Uh, there probably will be a podcast, being that it's Christmas. I don't know yet. You guys just got to stick stick around, stay tuned. Uh, hope you guys enjoy your, your holidays. Much love. I appreciate y'all for all the much continued love and support. Look forward to seeing y'all in the new year. Best cat secret. Best cat secret. Best cat secret. What you think? Stupid. I'm not going to do it. Double kill. Monster kill. Triple kill. Mega kill. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care.